For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's good, people, and welcome to the Believe in Celtics podcast brought to you by Bet Online. I'm your host, Warren Shaw, and I'm so excited to be here now for my second episode of Believe in Celtics. And man, I have a doozy lined up for y'all. Definitely got to stay tapped into the Geno Time segment coming up here in just a little bit. And man, has a lot happened since the last time we spoke. Um, the first episode that I was on, I had the great Snotty Drippin' on here, James Hollis, talking about the potential Jalen Brown and Kevin Durant swap. Luckily, both teams have decided to uh, not go that route, and they're going to stand pat. Jalen Brown stays a Boston Celtic. Kevin Durant stays a Brooklyn Nett. And now we can really see, you know, who's going to have that Eastern Conference supremacy without too many changes, so to speak. But some major news has happened for the Boston Celtics as Danilo Gallinari now will miss the majority of the season, roughly 6 to 12-month timeline here now with a torn ACL. Um, Terrible, terrible news. However... That does open up some playing time for some others on the roster. And we'll talk to my special guest about that here on the other side of this break, man. Definitely stay tuned here to Believe in Celtics. Geno time coming right up after this commercial message. Ben Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's promo code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-50. BetOnline, where the game starts. And this week on the Geno Time segment of Believe in Celtics podcast, I'm joined by a very, very special guest. If you're watching, you already know who it is. If you're not watching, you're listening to his audio format. Well, let me tell you, he is a second year forward, fresh off a fantastic and busy summer where he got a new contract, got engaged. It's my guy, Sam Hauser. Sam, welcome to Believe in Celtics. How are you feeling, bro? I'm feeling good. I appreciate you having me on. I'm excited for the conversation. Man, we're, we're going to get to this upcoming season, as I alluded to in the, in, in the beginning. But um, in your own words, just tell me how your summer has been. What's been going on? You know, it's been, uh, it's been good. Um, there wasn't much of a break between the end of the season and summer league. But after that, I was able to go back home, <clears throat> lay low for a little while, and then um, been back in the gym for the last month or so. And um, obviously, you know, like you said, I got engaged. So it's been a pretty... Pretty eventful summer, to say the least. One hundred percent. I heard you also ran a camp, right? So yeah, yeah. Uh, so talk to me a little bit about that. How long has the camp been been in existence, and kind of what inspired you to even run a basketball camp of your own? Yeah. So actually, this year was the the first one that I've ran ever. So um, hopefully, there's more to come in the future. I plan on doing some more. Um, 
it was just it was really cool to give back to my community and um just kind of hopefully be an inspiration for some of those kids growing up in my area and um i'm just gonna help them uh in whatever way possible i can i think that was a good start to doing it all right what were some of your favorite moments from your first ever camp like running it yourself because obviously you went to camps growing up obviously <laughs> you're a big time nba player now too so how did you translate your own camp experience to now running a camp for somebody else yeah well i just tried to make it fun tried to keep it simple and easy for the kids to learn some things and hopefully hopefully they can take some things back with them back home and, and work on the things that we learn by themselves that was the biggest goal of mine and then also it was really cool to see how fun they had, especially in the, the five on five segment. Um, uh, just, you know, I just remember my days at camp. I think that was the best part of camps always. So I made sure to have a, of the last hour camp be all uh, scrimmaging. All right. So did you, did you play some, did you play against some of those kids and they, did they try to size you up? <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't do that this year. Maybe next year. That's a good idea. I, I, I mean, you know, when you watch these camps, it's like that's their moment. They feel like they're gonna shine. Everybody has their phones out. They're yeah. trying to, you know, get their get their points off on an NBA player. But yeah, you <laughs> saved yourself this year. I hear that. You know, smart for sure. Thinking. Yeah. <laughs> so you touched on getting engaged, and you know, one of the things that I think it's important for our fans and listeners to always understand is NBA players are they're real people. They're regular players. They're regular people too. So they get they get married. They do things, you know, for their family. So you know, from if you could give us, if you wouldn't mind sharing, I know it's a personal situation, but you know. How did you plan it? Like, what were your steps, you know, trying to, you know, plan your engagement and how you're going to propose? To be honest, um, <clears throat> when I got the the ring, I didn't really know what I was going to do with it or how long I was going to have it. And then um, my fiance and I um, then was my girlfriend. Mm -hmm. uh, we took a trip to Nantucket and um, I thought it was the perfect place to do it and found a cool spot along the beach and got down on one knee and, um, she said yes. So that's that's a win in my book. <laughs> that's what's up. Of course, of course, of course. So I got to ask, did you have the typical nerves or were you guys been together for a while? You're like, all right, she's going to say yes. Like you weren't really that concerned. <laughs> we, I mean, I knew she was going to say yes. We've been together for a while, but uh, I was still nervous. Still had that pit in my stomach a little bit. So, um, but it was all good. Yeah. You're not doing it right if you don't have opinions on like, You know, when I proposed as well too, you know, I was like, I was pretty certain, you know, my then time girlfriend too was going to say yes but you're still like all right well it's just the whole you got to do the production because you want it to be memorable for them too right sure. it's not just about you it's, it's obviously a special moment for her right for sure 100 percent. so you know not to belabor it so to speak but what was more nerve-wracking you're getting getting engaged or you know getting ready for your first nba game <laughs> uh probably getting engaged i'm not gonna lie uh, yeah. but i was pretty nervous for my first nba game as well don't get me wrong <laughs> No, I mean, and, and they're comparable things. They're big life-altering moments, right? So, yeah. you know, I think, yeah, it's it's it's. Uh, but, yeah, your fiancé would be like, she'd probably give you a look if you send the NBA game. Yeah. Anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get back, or you know, to the basketball a little bit and talk a little bit about last season. So you played, you know, a few games, and you kind of was, like, rocking out in the G League and got, got the call up and got your contract converted, right? So did you know that aspect was coming? you know, for you um, last this last season? To be honest, I didn't really know anything. Um, I had a feeling with during the trade deadline with how many guys were moved from our team. I knew there were some spots available, and I thought I did uh, well enough in the G League to at least be in the conversation to hopefully get converted and, and be a part of the roster. But I had no clue if it was going to happen or not. But um, 
I was so excited when <clears throat> I got the call to get called up and, and convert my contract to be with the NBA team the rest of the year. So it was pretty exciting. But, um, yeah, no, I just kind of kept my head down in the G League and, and you know, things happened for a reason. So, yeah. 100%, 100%. You know, so how did, how has the city treated you? You know, Boston gets various raps. One, some people say it's an amazing place to play. Some people like, no, not so much. How, how have you enjoyed your time being living in the city of Boston? I've enjoyed it. Um, I think it's a really cool city. There's a lot of things to do. So many different pockets of the city that each have their own uh, flavor and vibe to it. Uh, the fans have been great. Um, I had, you know, they've been welcoming. They welcomed me with open arms and you know, I haven't had a bad uh, experience with running into a fan or anything like that. So um, overall, it's a great sports town, and I'm glad I'm here. Yeah, and I think it's one of those things that you talk about it being a great sports town. You know, even everybody is going to be recognized, you know, probably even down to, like, the equipment manager. <laughs> you know what I mean? People are going to know who everybody is on the team. So can't imagine you can walk around, especially, you know, without being kind of recognized, if you will, in some aspects. So I'm glad the city is treating you amazingly, and hopefully that continues. Um I want to kind of like touch on a little bit now on your first basket this this past year. Now, as as a, you know, I'm I'm not you, right, bro? I'm not you. I didn't. I, I'm not in the NBA. Not even making the G League. I didn't even make it to college. I got to high school, and that was a wrap for me. But I think we all dream about hey, our first NBA moment or whatever the case may be. And then there's there's reality that kind of sets into like how 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 hard you have to work to get to the league and things of that nature. How does like your first basket? that you made compared to like how it was maybe even your head growing up as a kid? <laughs> um, I think it was just as cool as what I thought it out to be when I was young. So um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like in, in the game, it's like hard to kind of take it all in. But then after the game, you know, it's just, you kind of just get filled with, I don't even know how to explain what kind of emotions, but uh, I thought it was just really cool to just think about like when I was, a five-year-old just dreaming about being on this stage and then, you know, actually making a basket in an NBA game. It's just a pretty cool, like a full circle moment almost. So yeah, definitely a really, really cool experience. Oh man. Well, congratulations to you on that for sure. And did you ever think that maybe you wouldn't be playing basketball? I mean, you played other sports, even like that growing up as well too. You know, did you ever think about maybe going professional in those other outlets? To be honest, no. Um, you know, basketball was kind of my first love growing up, and um, I kind of just uh, rode with that. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I like playing other sports, and I have a feeling like if I would have dedicated time to a, a different sport, maybe I'd, maybe I'd be professional, maybe not. But I think basketball was definitely um, something that I just grew up loving, and I think it was something that I was meant to do. Um, well, I think you definitely chose the right the right career path, and I'm excited for you on that. Until we're chatting with Celtics forward Sam Hauser, make sure you're following him on social media um, at Sam Hauser underscore. Right? That's that, that that's the Instagram. Yeah, right. I think that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, somebody has somebody has your name. We have to we have to talk to your agents and then <laughs> yeah. get to be Sam Hauser and maybe your number as well, something like that. Anyway, <laughs> sure. Um, the team got to the finals last year, right? So. I know you've been asked this a lot, but, you know, for our fans and listeners, like, what was that experience like, especially just being on the team, you're prepping for the prepping for the biggest stage and you're like, said, so you just got called up a couple months <laughs> in advance as well, too. And like, this isn't what life is like. It's not that easy to get to the finals. Just hmm. talk to me a little bit about that experience for you last year. Yeah, you know, last year was pretty crazy. Um, you know, 
to getting to first off for like us being under 500 until the trade deadline. And then all of a sudden we're the, the second seed in the East going into the playoffs. And then we make it to the NBA finals. It's just crazy kind of how our whole year went. It was almost like a 180 we took at the trade deadline. Um, but just, you know, I didn't, you know, obviously I didn't really play much in the playoffs at all unless it was at the end of the games, but just being able to experience that and, and be up close and personal with these guys during that type of run, it, it was pretty special just to take it all in and, and honestly just be a sponge and learn things along the way. So I think overall it's a great experience and hopefully this coming year I, I can be on the floor for some of it. And if not though, you know, obviously I'm going to be the, the biggest fan on the sideline, you know, cheering our guys on. So overall it was just a really, really great experience and you're never going to forget a run like that. Yeah. You know, and it's something, you know, as you, as you touch on it, it, I wonder because the guys still pretty, pretty young team I mean, kind of in, in general, but some of them, especially like a guy like Marcus has been grinding, you know, and they've, they've made it to these conference finals and things of that nature. So did they give you any advice and say, Hey, you know what, this, like, this is not a typical, this is not that easy. Like you just kind of jumped into it and the things were going so smoothly, but did they talk to you a little bit about what to expect in general? Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of crazy. Cause like Al Horford, you know, he's been in the league for however, like 14, 15 years. And that was his first time getting to that stage. So from what, they told me is like you really have to just take advantage and take it all in of of like where we're at right now because you just never know when you're going to get back and um so i mean i think we'll be back i sure hope we're back but you just never really know yeah no well we we definitely hope you're back as well too um is there a moment from that run that kind of just sticks out for you kind of in general yeah i i think um i think like when that final buzzer went off in Miami and and Jimmy missed that shot, I think it was just like everyone was just overcome with with joy and excitement and just the just like getting over the hump almost. I know some of these guys like Jason, Marcus, and Jalen especially have have kind of, have been there and they just haven't been able to get over the hump. And I think it was just a really cool moment for them um, to get over that hump to get to the next stage. And and now, you know, they've been there. They they've they know what it's like and they know how hard it's it's going to be to get there. But I think it's only setting us up for a great season. Yeah, 100%. So I, as, as you talk about that, too, I'll even share my story, man. Like, I couldn't watch. I turned on the game seven and then saw the fourth quarter. Then I saw them starting to come back. I was like, oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was it was stressful on the bench, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, my God. I can only imagine being on the floor and again with all the stakes, you know, on the line. So turn the attention more importantly you know, to this conversation. Thank you for being so gracious with your time and talking about the team and kind of the experience itself too. But let's kind of close out with you. Um, so Sam, what'd you work on this summer? Um, and and did you go into the summer with a plan to like, hey, I want to try to accomplish these things for myself in my basketball journey? Yeah, you know, I think, you know, my main thing is just trying to earn a spot in the rotation. You know, some of it I can't control, but I, I can't control like getting better and, and you know, trying to separate myself from where I was last year. Um, a lot of it has to do with being able to get open easier on my own and um, mm. quicker shot release and, and getting better on defense. So those are, I guess, three main points right there that you could I could hit on. But, um, yeah, overall, you know, I just – I'm really excited for the season to get going. I've been putting the work in the last month, month and a half, um, and um, I'm really excited. 
So it's not again. Let's let's we can talk a little basketball nerdy here, so so to speak, if 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 you will, and if you wouldn't mind as well. How do you work on something that is doesn't seem as tangible, if you will, on getting like getting open on your own? You know, what is the kind of what is the work that kind of goes into that too? Is it the angles that you take? You know what I mean your speed coming off screens, pin downs, et cetera, et cetera? Like how how do you work on something like that in the off season? Yeah, I mean, um, a lot of it in the workout is is just like setting up cuts changing angles to where you're coming off cuts, changing pace, changing speed, um, using shot fakes, foot fakes, any, you know, you can really get creative in that aspect. And um, that's kind of what I've been trying to do. And um, yeah. And I, you know, I, like I said, I just put, putting the work in and I hope it shows. Uh, I, I think it will brother. I think you really, you, you really are grinding and seem to have a humble spirit about you. Does the work you put in kind of coincide with what maybe the team asked you to do as well too? Um, so was that a collective plan between you? Like, Hey, what you think you needed to work on what the team asked you, asked you to do? Yeah, it's a little bit of both, you know, it's a give and take there. And, um, you know, obviously if the team says, you know, you need to get better in this area, I'm going to work on it and, and try to get better in that area for sure. And then, you know, there's also things that personally I want to get better at that I'll, you know, I'll set out to get better at. So yeah, like little give and take, like I said. Yeah, I think that's 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 poignant. So you talked about earning your spot, earning your role. You know, nothing is going to be given. This is a championship level team, you know, um, but a big injury has happened. You know, and I think as Celtics Nation looks around, you know, with Danilo now going down and out for, you know, whatever the timetable is ultimately going to be, you play a similar position to him, can provide similar um, scoring, especially coming off the bench that, that he did. Has the team discussed any of that with you, so to speak? Obviously, you never want to see another guy go down, but it's an opportunity for you to really step up here now, and maybe earn some minutes. You know, kind of like what was your thought process when that whole situation unveiled? Especially Danilo saying the injury was worse than originally thought. Yeah, I mean, well, first off and foremost, like I hope he's healing up well. And um, when I saw the news, you know, I felt terrible for him. You know, it's never something you would ever wish upon someone. Right. Um, but I hope he has a speedy recovery and hopefully he can get back to, to normal yeah, sooner than sooner than later. So, but it is like a next man up mentality though. And that aspect is kind of what basketball always is, is things happen. Guys get hurt. Um, you got to be ready for opportunities when they, when they come about. So, um, yeah, you know, I, you know, when I did see it, obviously after, you know, thinking like man that sucks for him and all that i was like well there, there's a really good opportunity ahead of me and i gotta go to training camp and be ready to go because you just never know um if my number's called i gotta be ready yeah well i i see you i see you being coy with me you know so the team hasn't said anything you don't want to say and i appreciate you being so humble about it as well too definitely want to earn your earn your spot earn your rotation on that too but i think as I survey the roster, I'm like, well, who's next? <laughs> I mean, and and it definitely should be you, especially with that release that you have and what you'll be able to provide from, a, especially from an offensive side. And as you alluded to, working on your defense as well too. Um, take me inside a little bit. You know, last couple months before I let you get out of here. Um, take me inside like the locker room a little bit in terms of like what that chemistry was like last year and kind of even bleeding over to this year. Have you even spoken to some of the new guys like Malcolm, et cetera, et cetera? You know, and welcome them to the team in your own way. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you can kind of see it from the outside too. I think it took us a little bit to get used to playing with each other. There are some new faces in the in the rotation, um, but I, you know, once we started clicking, guys 
knew how to play off each other and it definitely showed because we made such a great run and got to the finals and everything. Um, but I, you know, I've spoken to, to Malcolm just a little bit. You know, he's been here for the last couple of weeks and he just seems excited to kind of just impact winning in any way possible, whether that be scoring the ball, um, be, you know, starting the offense, being a distributor, you know, playing great defense, whatever. I think he's down to, he just wants to get, a, you know, to the finals and get a ring. I think, um, everyone's very um, goal oriented, and I think everyone has the same goal in mind right now. Yeah, I'd say cozy up to Malcolm. He's going to be kicking out to you, you know, <laughs> of course, on the wings, man. Sure. Yeah, get ready, get yeah. ready. Um, <laughs> um, so I want to close out with a couple of quick, quick, quick hitters, and hopefully some fun questions for you in some ways. So, um, do you have a favorite drill or thing that you guys do in practice? Mm. And I like uh, we we do this thing called competitive shooting. The two the you know he splits the team in half and you go to each end and shoot and it's whoever gets the most spots uh, within your team and whoever gets the most spots that team wins for the day. It gets it, it's cool. It's it's fun, competitive, and um, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sounds like sounds like a good one. So coach seems like a pretty um, serious guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, so I want to ask you, I mean, again, we're not going to always see what's happening there, but if you wouldn't mind, you know, is he all business or how does, how does coach Yudoka kind of like, you know, lighten the mood a little bit for the team? Yeah, he's got a good balance of keeping things light, but also, you know, being serious when, when he has to. And um, I think that's what makes him a, a, a good person and, and a good coach is, you know, knowing that you can't always be serious the whole time. You gotta you gotta loosen up and have some fun every once in a while. So I think he he manages that balance pretty well. And how about yourself? How do you lighten the mood? Or are you one of the jokesters on the team? Uh, <laughs> to be honest, uh, I don't. I wouldn't call me a jokester on the team. Um, I'm pretty quiet, pretty reserved in general, and you know, I know my place. And um, yeah, that's best way to describe it. <laughs> well, well, Sam, I want to thank you so much for taking so much time, you know, with us here on Believe in Celtics and explaining a little bit the inner workings of the team, your summer, getting engaged, you know what I mean, and just being an overall good dude. We wish you nothing but absolute success this year, definitely for the, for the team and, and for you personally. Um, do you have any, again, are there any personal goals for you, you know, for this year specifically? Uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm going to keep those to myself. That's all right. <laughs> That's my guy. Sam, we're going to bring you back on and, you know, maybe, maybe mid season or something like that. We're going to say, how's it going or whatever the case So you're definitely sure. after the season. So that is my guy, Sam Hauser forward for the Boston Celtics. Make sure you're following him on Twitter again at Sam.Hauser underscore Sam. Thanks so much for joining us, sir, brother. Appreciate your time. Appreciate you having me. Have a good day. You too, bro. All right. What an amazing conversation to have there with Sam Hauser forward for the Boston Celtics. I mean, such an amazing dude. Really, really, really humble. I know that came across to you all as a listener and hope you can really kind of rock with him and root for him this upcoming season because opportunities are going to be available for him to play now, especially with Gallinari out for the foreseeable future. So that's going to do it here for Believe in Celtics presented by Ben Online. Shouts again to my guy, Sam Hauser, for joining us here on the show. Look forward to potentially bringing him back on at some point. And stay tuned with me throughout the course of the season, man. We're going to have a lot of great content. Hopefully some more Celtics players as well, too, throughout the course of the season. All right, man. Catch you all next time.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.